0: Welcome to the Strongest Self Podcast, where we redefine what it means to be strong and healthy. I'm your host, Zach Bruckner, along with Steve Murray, and our passion is helping you find your strongest self through all things fitness, health, and wellness. With so much information surrounding the health and fitness field today, it can be hard to filter through what is real and what isn't. It's time to learn the truth about how keeping your body moving well Feeling energized and being resilient to injury is the foundation for your fitness now and for the rest of your life. Listen in with us each week and take one step closer to finding your strongest self. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Strongest Self Podcast. This is episode nine here with your host, Zach Bruckner and Steve Murray. What's up, Steve? What's up, guys? Welcome to episode nine. Today, we're going to go over um, grocery shopping, grocery shopping lists, which is the foundation for nutrition success, right? Um, A firm believer that whatever is in your household, if it's there at some point, you're going to consume it. So, this is really the kind of step one for making sure you have a solid foundation in nutrition um, is making sure you know what, what to look out for in the grocery store, what to pick up, how much of it, the quality. So we're going to get into all that kind of stuff and um, hopefully give you some good tips on um, the next time you go shopping, you can kind of use some of this stuff and and um, have a little bit more organization or idea of what to look out for when you go to the grocery store. Um, let's yeah, let's get into it. So We'll start off by just saying, kind of going over, I guess the the basis of a balanced meal. Um, you know, every meal that you have should start off with, or this is the way I think about it, should start off with having a high quality protein source. Right, you want to get your serving of protein in. That's going to support muscle mass. It's going to support um, you being satiated. Right, the feeling of. Being you know not hungry, feeling satisfied, which is really important to make sure you're not snacking on um, crap in between your meals, um, as well as just getting a high quality protein. So we want to start off with that. We want to make sure we have some good veggies in, um, especially to add in a lot of micronutrients that we need um, that our body needs to run on. Um, Adding in a lot of fiber, kind of adding in the bulk to some of your meals. Um, We need essential fats in our diet. And then depending on how well you handle carbohydrates, um, some whole grains, some carbohydrates in there, um, and then things such as like spices and um, things like that to kind of add more flavor and make some of those meals a little bit more tasty, a little bit more interesting. So we're gonna get into kind of all those topics, but every meal that you have should kind of have those components in it in some aspect in order to kind of give your body what it really needs to run at its most efficient. Steve, you got anything else to add in there?
1: No, nah, I mean, I'm ready to jump in. I like how you started with proteins. So, I mean, I'll kind of start with that, I guess. Yeah, um, so yeah that's the that first out. thing I
0: got on my list. So let's let's get right into it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so first off, have a plan before you go grocery shopping, at least for the week, because then you're just going to pick up random stuff. And it's going to be more uh, kind of reactive shopping where you're like, oh, I kind of think I'll want that. So my wife and I like to map out a general plan. It's not super specific, but we, when you're talking about protein, that's going to be the, uh, at least when we're talking about dinner, that's going to be the base of our meal. So I like to get like, um, our staples, which would be protein for dinner from a specialty store. So we actually go to a farm locally, but we'll stock up on steak, ground beef, pork, chicken, that kind of thing. It's a little bit more expensive, but you know, the quality is good. Grass fed, grass finished. So the cows are, uh, you know, They're killed at the farm, and they're eating the grass from the farm. Um, You can get organic and grass-fed protein from other sources. We also use a subscription-based thing called Butcher Box, which is getting pretty popular. And I I know they pull from uh, farms as well that are grass-fed and grass-finished. So that's what we do for our protein. So we kind of like – we'll talk about, all right, what do we want for dinner, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we like to rotate – protein so we might have like a red meat on monday and then we'll do maybe like a pork whether it's sausage or we we like doing like bratwurst with like some rice and some uh, salad and um we'll kind of just line that up and then when you go to the store you're not really you don't have to worry about the uh the main staples um that's the way we like to do it um i don't know what about you where do you get your protein from and how do you like to line it up yeah, I think
0: you touched on some really good points there. Um I've heard about butcher box. I've been wanting to try it for a while. We just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Um but it's something I definitely have heard of and um got to try that out soon. But um if you have somewhere local like you said like a farm stand or or some farm that's near you, that's probably your best bet. Um because you know most likely they're they're butchering um with with a good quality like you know they're they're not going to have um, kind of these huge manufacturing um, butchering plants where you're getting a lot of like antibiotics and and just cross contamination and stuff like that. So the practices are a lot better. Um, the quality of meats a lot better. You know, there's not there's not the transportation cost, so it's better for the environment. There's a lot of upsides to it, right? Um, even aside from just the quality. But right now, we we just go and get our um, most of our shopping through like either. Trader Joe's. Sometimes we'll go to Stop and Shop, um, but we've been playing around with um, going on to some local like butcher places as well. There's like a halal butcher, which supplies. I think like uh, they do, you know, beef and steak. They do chicken, um, lamb, and they do goat also. So it's just halal meats, but um, it's all good pricing. They they butcher it all there. So um, something like that, where you kind of find one or two options for your meat sources, your protein sources to make sure they're high quality um, is a really good way to go.
1: Yeah. Especially it's, because- a bit, it's a little bit more pricey at some places, but mm-hmm. you know, it just depends what you value. So we, we value that and we eat it and we enjoy like the protein side of the dinner. So we're okay with spending a little bit more getting that better quality. It's just something that my wife and I value. You can certainly get quality proteins at a grocery store. But Mm -hmm. that's just kind of where we get our staples from. And it takes a piece of the puzzle out of like thinking because it's either coming once a month in the subscription or we go every two weeks to the farm and just load up. And then we have that in the freezer. And, you know, when we're talking about what's for dinner the next day, we just take it out accordingly, put it in the fridge and it's defrosted by that night. So that kind of all goes back to like having the game plan.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what you said too earlier about like, you know, kind of thinking about Monday through Friday or thinking about, you know, what protein are you going to have for that night? And really, I think when I think about a meal, it's like, okay, what's the protein that you're going to have? And everything else kind of builds around it, right? You pick your side, your veggies, are you going to have starches in there? Um, You know, how are you going to cook it? You're going to cook it on the stovetop, you're going to bake it, all that kind of stuff. Um, So I'll just kind of go through real quick, some protein options that we kind of, um will rotate through and i i like to tell my clients or tell people pick like five proteins and kind of stick with them and maybe rotate a couple of them out every like 3 to 4 weeks so you kind of you have some and you get used to cooking them maybe you get a couple of different ways to cook them that you really enjoy and then you rotate a couple out so you know within the matter of a couple months you have a huge variety of kind of um meals that you can make and cook. So you're not going to kind of be eating the same thing over and over. um, And you kind of get experience with cooking some different proteins. So first one, that's probably one that everybody thinks of first is chicken. Um, But you got to be really careful with that. Because that's usually the kind of the protein that is the lowest and poorest quality, especially in America. Um, so you want to look for a free range, organic, antibiotic free, if you can, um, obviously go into like a farm center or something like that's probably your best bet. Um, but I think people think of just the chicken breast, but you know, you can go for the chicken wings, drumsticks, thighs. Those are all, I think a little more flavorful too. Totally. Um, you got your other poultry like turkey, Um, and then even quail or other game birds, which are a little less conventional, but have a really good flavor to it Um, so you can branch out there beef um, Bisons a really good one that that's probably less popular, but is also really good got great flavor to it um Pork obviously you got lamb A little more expensive but really great flavor every once in a while. That's good to throw in Um, I love doing like sausages things like that. You mentioned too um, goat, and you can also think of eggs as kind of like a protein source, even though it's got a lot of fat in it, yep. um, but you can certainly come up with, you know, some good dishes with eggs being kind of the main protein source. Um, and then some other ones like just canned um some canned like tuna fish or canned chicken, you just want to be careful of the quality, but that can be kind of an easier way to get a protein source in, um, especially for like a quick lunch or a quick yeah. snack or something like
1: that. Throw that over a salad for lunch.
0: Yeah, nice and easy. It takes like 10 minutes to make the whole thing, and um, you're still getting a good protein source in. So I think that's that probably does it on proteins, but that's where I always start. pick my five proteins or so for the week, and then kind of everything gets based around that
1: exactly that's the same way that we do it at least for dinner
0: yeah yeah definitely and a lot of time we'll make enough for dinner that we have extras and leftovers for the next day which makes it easier for lunch that's easier for a snack
1: that's exactly what i was gonna say especially with us like we sometimes don't have a break for lunch so we've got to eat on the go so -hmm. we're always making just enough for lunch the next day which just covers lunch and you know you're getting a good protein source and whatever else you have on the side but that's the exact same thing that we do. We just throw it in a glass tub where I put it in the fridge. My lunch, my lunch is ready to go the next day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, you're already cooking it. So it's like you might as well cook yep. enough. So, again, um, also another point is just thinking about the amount that you're going to need, right? Like how much is a serving for you? How much is a serving for your, your partner, or your family? And then, like, you need, right, two servings, one for you that dinner and then one for you the next day per person. So you want to make sure you kind of have an idea of how much meat is a serving for you and then think about that as you buy it make sure you have enough so you're not planning it out and then coming up short you know what I mean yeah or planning yep. too much then you have
1: like some all food these left over in the fridge
0: yeah yeah I hate that too all right so next up I have um next up veggies is usually what I think about just because I'm um big on veggies, making sure you get your micronutrients in mm-hmm. super important. I think it's probably the area that people fail on the most when it comes to the, their, their um, nutrition, um, is getting enough veggies in. Absolutely. So I kind of think of it as the same way. I'm like, choose at least five veggies. Um, and you can kind of rotate through them, but like start to experiment with some different ways of, of cooking them. Um, And I like to make sure that at least like two to three of them are some leafy greens, right? So you got kale, beet greens, collard greens, arugula, spinach, some type of mixed salad greens, lettuce, things like that. Um, And then add in the other veggies, add in, um, trying to add in a lot of color um, for a variety of nutrients. Like you got carrots, beets, um, you know, all that kind of stuff and rotate those as well. You know what I mean? And then you also have your more starchy vegetables, um, which are higher in carbohydrates, but not necessarily bad, right? That that can be really good for adding in um, carbohydrates for an energy source. They have usually a lot of good nutrients in it, right? A lot of them are kind of either grown in the ground. They're like root vegetables, um, such as like potatoes, sweet potatoes, Uh, but you also have things like squashes, which aren't root vegetables, but they have a ton of good nutrients in it going to give you more carbohydrates, um, plantains, um, things like that, that are really good for adding kind of bulk to your meal. Um, and you need those carbohydrates depending on how your body processes carbohydrates. But especially, I know if you're kind of big into exercising and lifting heavy, you need that for energy source for sure. I think a lot of people are scared of some of those starchy carbs. Um, and you shouldn't be, you should be scared of like, you know, the, the sugars, the processed sugars and the white breads and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Anything else on, on veggies?
1: Yeah. I think a good rule of thumb something I've been doing for at least the last year is just I commit to at least three to five times a week, have a salad before dinner. It's just easy. Just that's yeah. part of dinner to always have a salad first. So you're kind of covering your micronutrients there helps the digestion a little bit. Um, Morgan, Actually, our RN, registered registered uh, dietitian at uh, Lifetime gave me that one. I just kind of stuck to it. I think it helps a lot. So what we'll do is we'll buy like two spring mixes, organic spring mix from the store. And just to save time, instead of like washing leaves or stuff like that, we just – it's already mixed. It's like a spring mix. So you just mm-hmm. take a handful, put it on a plate, and then from there you can add whatever you want. I'm big on like beets and cucumbers and maybe a little feta cheese. Mm, yeah, some, uh, olive oil and uh, just drizzling over the top. I actually really enjoy a salad. So that's just covering my basis. Um, I know for breakfast, sometimes I'm on the go, so I like having a shake for breakfast, but I, I keep my multivitamins by my shake just to get the micronutrients in the morning. Or I'll put uh, spinach in my shake. It's kind of tasteless. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of like frozen fruit in my shake as well. It replaces the replaces ice, so it's cold, but you're also getting the, those fruits in. Um, I know my wife likes recently doing like getting a lot of veggies in her, like she'll make like an omelet in the morning Mm -hmm. and do like a ton of veggies in the omelet. Um, I do that as well if I have like a later start to the day, but two rules of thumb, have a salad before dinner. And uh, if you're more on the go, get a really good high quality multivitamin to kind of cover your bases there in the morning for micronutrients.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say even if you're not like always on the go, just having a multivitamin period. Um, but also having like a greens powder is really, really helpful throw that into your shake. If you are on the go. Um, and then you have, you know, a ton of good micronutrients right off the bat. And really it's recommended to have eight to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And I know most people aren't even getting close to that. Right. Most people probably have like one to three. Yep. So most people um, fall very short. Yeah. So, um, Experimenting with some good ways, you know, having a greens powder is really good, making sure you have a multivitamin to cover all your bases, Um, but then also having different ways that you like to kind of consume some of these veggies, like sauteing them. Um, One thing that I've been really big on recently is taking like some broccoli or kale um, and putting it in the oven with a little bit of olive oil and sea salt at like 400 degrees for like 15 to 20 minutes. It just gets nice and crispy, and it's really, really tasty, and it's not hard at all. Right, you just throw it in the oven when you're cooking your protein, and then um, you have this really tasty way of consuming these veggies. And like, you'll get you'll you'll eat two servings of veggies at dinner just because they they're so tasty that way. So that's right. a really good way we've been doing. Good idea. Yeah, that's an awesome way. Um, we'll go right into fruits. You touched on fruits a little bit with uh, the frozen fruits in in your um. your shakes and stuff so we'll go right into having fruits Um, I know a lot of time fruits and veggies are combined into the same kind of um, the same category right we talk about having servings of fruits and veggies together but there are some differences right fruits are a lot higher in natural sugar content which again is not necessarily bad. It's a natural sugar. So your body does process that differently than, um, you know, white sugar, table sugar. Um, right. Um, but still, you know, you want to be wary of just having fruit by itself and not having vegetables. Um, I like to have, try and have like twice as many veggies as I have fruits if possible. You know, if, if it's not possible, it's not a big deal. I think getting, just high quality fruits and veggies in period is, is really valuable and really important. But um, if you're getting that specific, yeah, you can look at that. But, you know, I like to tell people to look for at least three up to like five or more different fruits you like and get those fresh fruits in. Um, and I tell people to um, organic versus conventional and similar for, for fruits and veggies, anything where you're going to like eat it whole, it's probably a good idea to get it organic, right? So if you're going to have berries, um, if you're going to have apples, things like that, look for something that's organic um, because it's going to be hard to wash off like a berry if you think of how a berry is. If there's pesticides all in all the nooks and crannies of those berries, that's really hard to wash off even if you do do a really good job rinsing. But if you have something where you have to peel um, like a banana or a pineapple that you have to cut you're probably all right getting something that's conventional, right? Because you're cutting off the outside of it, so that's not really gonna affect um, what you're ingesting anyway. And similar thing goes for you know vegetables, right? If you got stuff that's grown on the ground or has a peel you have to cut off of it, it's probably all right to go conventional. But, um, you know, some of those leafy greens and things like that that you're going to eat and you're just going to have to wash, probably a good idea to to go organic or if they're, you know, grown inside or something like that in a greenhouse and you're probably all right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just to go off that, if you're prioritizing, because it can get overwhelming getting what's organic, what's not a good resource is um, Environmental Working Group. And on there they got like the list of like the dirty dozen. So Zach mentioned like yeah, berries. Yeah things like that, that are harder to wash off the pesticides that they use. So definitely get organic when it comes to the, the dirty dozen, they call it, you can get familiar with that list. And then on the opposing side, there's like a clean 15 things like broccoli that you need. You don't need to spend as much to get organic on. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you, when you do prioritize like getting organic or not organic, that's a good resource, um, environmental working group.
0: Yeah, that's a great resource, right? You want to make sure you're getting like high quality stuff. Um, and you know you're picking up all these like greens and veggies and fruits in in order to get a high quality micronutrient in to like boost your health but if you're not aware of some of uh, the pesticides or something that might be detrimental to your health kind of having like the adverse effects so that's an easy way to make sure that you're not kind of doing some damage while you're trying to do something that's actually really like beneficial yeah. for your body yeah
1: we're, we're really big on like frozen fruits like i, I mentioned before I like mm. doing a lot of frozen fruits in my smoothie it just tastes good yeah and I like bananas as well so we usually have frozen berries in our in our freezer and we'll keep like apples pears and bananas yeah. outside i've been big on an apple lately i forgot how good apples are apple, uh, apples are
0: uh, one of my favorites man apples i'm are great i'm eating apples like all day you know i'll have an apple with like a handful of mixed nuts Protein shake. I think that's like a a great snack to have, right? Again, some some carbs, some fats, some protein in. Um, yeah, I love apples as like a quick go to snack, or just berries. Like a like a handful of berries is really, really good, really tasty also. The next category, I guess, we'll go right into is fats. I have is the next one. And this is a pretty quick one because there's not a huge, huge variety, I guess, of fats. Um, but Definitely important to go over the quality of fats that you're going to be looking at. Um, I think fats most of the time are used in like the cooking process. So when you're cooking at home, right, you're using like oils or butters or ghee or something like that, that you're going to be cooking with. And it's really important to make sure you're avoiding the ones that are high in saturated fats. Um, Things like vegetable oils, you really want to avoid using when they're cooked at a high temperature. They... Become extremely carcinogenic, um, so you want to be careful of using those. So I like to recommend olive oils, coconut oil, avocado oil is really good.
1: Avocado um, oil, we that's what we use.
0: Yeah, it's really good. It's got great flavor to it. Um, don't be afraid of using like real butter. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with using real butter as long as you are aware of just the calorie content, and that really goes across the board for all the fats that you're going to okay, be using. Yeah, definitely. Um, ghee is a less popular one, you know, just like animal fat, but you can use that as well. And then just like your nuts, your seeds, things like that, that you might might have around the house to kind of snack on, but that's a great way to get um, healthy fats in for your yep. – during like snacks or things like that, or sprinkling some nuts or seeds on top of
1: a salad. A salad.
0: Yep yeah exactly. that's, that's
1: huge that's what we've been doing again just that's the great part about a salad is you can cover your ground like we'll throw an avocado in there we'll throw some seeds in there and mm-hmm. you just get the you get those healthy micronutrients but you also get the fats in if you want to and it makes it taste so good
0: yeah yeah fats are a great flavor enhancer right they kind of give your dishes a lot of flavor so you want to pick those and you don't have to go crazy on them right just having like like Three, you know, a couple different oils. Um, have butter. I love avocados. Having some nuts and seeds around the house. Just having kind of those staples, and those should hold up and last a pretty long time, right? Most of them you can kind of just keep in your cupboard, your cabinet. Butter or ghee, you're going to keep in in the refrigerator, but um, that stuff's not going to go bad, so you can stock up and kind of buy that stuff in bulk, which is awesome. It's really convenient. Um, speaking of putting stuff in your cupboard. let's go right on to kind of like whole grains and other pantry items right Mm -hmm. so we talked before when we were talking about vegetables and fruits about carbohydrates um we'll get back into carbs now talking about whole grains um as well as other pantry items right so um i like to think of this stuff as again a way of kind of adding some bulk to your meals um getting good carbohydrates in, but making sure that we're getting stuff that's whole grain and that's not going to be too processed, right? Anything that's overly processed is going to be easier for your body to break down, easier for it to break down into blood sugar, and um, really going to just kind of raise the, um, the amount of insulin that'll be. Put into your bloodstream and kind of then converted everything into fat so whole grains are better they got more fiber um, more nutrients in it less processed so that's usually the way to go so um i like to think of it as you know rices different types of rices pastas you can get some really good whole grain pastas nowadays um, there's even some with like protein in it and stuff like that made from different legumes oatmeal quinoa any other whole grain that you like um beans and legumes and any like whole grain breads or wraps or anything like that that you enjoy also um i'll just say look at the label when you're looking at some of this stuff look at how many carbohydrates are in it look at how many um how much fiber is in it and then and any added sugars and you can look at the protein content too because um a lot of this stuff if it's made with whole grains or even beans and legumes and stuff it's got some protein in there as well which is always a uh an added benefit getting some protein in from other sources any other um whole grains that you like
1: i mean you kind of covered the ones that i like i do like oatmeal as well um, and we'll do probably twice a week, including the weekends, we'll do a uh, carb heavier meal just cause I enjoy that. I don't want to deprive myself completely. So in oh, the weekend yeah. we'll do like a takeout, we'll do pizza, something like that. You know, yeah. obviously you don't eat that stuff every night, higher inflammatory, your body's going to have a hard time breaking it down. But during the week mm-hmm. we'll do, we, my wife and I both like pasta, especially if I'm like had a hard training day, my body just craves carbs sure. and I respond pretty well to them when I'm doing like performance training and you know, mm-hmm. I don't eat pasta every single night but um so we we always try to keep like a quality pasta different um varieties of course yeah in in the cover and then we'll throw some like maybe some peas in there It depends what we're having that night and then whatever protein source we're having whether it be chicken or sausage we'll kind of cut it up and put it with the pasta and just have that as like a dish and of course i got the salad beforehand because you got to cover your bases there but I like to do like a carb heavier meal because I, I I like the taste of it it's enjoyable to me and I don't want to deprive myself completely of like just eating so strict and clean all the time um I'll probably do like twice a week like a like one on the weekend where it's kind of like we're either going to dinner you know eating some extra bread at, at a restaurant or we're doing takeout we're doing like pizza or something like that or like a sub on the weekend I love a good sub um, but yeah in terms of like the shopping list we keep We like doing like the jasmine white rice or brown rice. So we'll do that with, uh, we do like a taco type of thing, but we're not doing the shell. We like to do a lot of like spiced ground beef over rice, which is really, really good. Or if we have any sort of like crock pot meal, Mm. the rice kind of soaks up that sauce. So that's a nice base there. Um, every once in a while we will do something like farro. So something more like grainy. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that, but I I do like a brown rice or a white rice, um, to kind of soak up a lot of sauces and then we do keep like whole grain bread, like, um, especially on the weekend if we make like a bigger breakfast, I love having like two pieces of toast on the side. Definitely. Um, and again, it's not stuff that you're eating throughout the day, but you definitely want some options that you enjoy and that you'd like that you can kind of go to and, uh, prepare for yourself. But you said oatmeal. I am a big fan of oatmeal some mornings or even as like a late morning snack type of thing. I'll do some high quality oats there um yeah
0: super easy to yeah, just throw some protein good. powder in too and yeah get like a pretty balanced meal out of that um another good thing that's really good i don't know if you ever tried it you talked about farro berries and stuff like that some yeah. like whole grains especially in the summertime cooking up or just making like a like a cold salad with ferro berries maybe have some berries in there also um some like cut up celery or car- carrots um you can use like a little bit of olive oil um, maybe like some lemon juice or something like that. And you just sprinkle a little salt, pepper over that season a little bit. And you get like this really, really good, um, kind of cold salad. And then you just have that with like a protein source and you're getting a ton of micronutrients, carbohydrates, fiber, um, a lot of good right. stuff in there. So if you never tried that, that's an awesome one too. And you can make that up and like whip it up into a pretty big dish and have it, you know, multiple times throughout the week. Really good when it's hot out too. Totally, um, and then pasta dishes you talk about too. I love doing like a pasta dish with just like a meat sauce, you know, take like ground turkey or ground beef, you just spice that up, dump a can of like you know tomato sauce or something in there, and then you know you mix it all together, and it's a really easy kind of uh one pot meal that you can make when you don't feel like cooking up a whole storm exactly and um really satisfying,
1: very filling, yeah, really good. What about like, what about things like dairy? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to go honestly, on to. It depends, you know, if you're lactose and stuff like that, but yeah. w- w- what's your approach when you're looking? Yeah, I think, at um, I
0: think as long as, as long as, um, right. So dairy products are all going to have fats and proteins in it. Right. Um, so as long as you understand that you're, you're going to get a good amount of fats in it. So there's going to be a, probably a higher calorie content. I don't think you need to not eat dairy products. Um, but again, it just really depends on the individual on how you digest. Um, I think having a digestive enzyme here when you're going to have a higher dairy meal, at least for me, is really valuable to help myself digest it a little bit easier. But, um, yeah, we have a selection of, you know, a few cheeses around, um, yogurts, you know, having a Greek yogurt around is really good. Uh, That's great for a snack and either milk or other milk products. I'm not too big on cow's milk anymore, but... We'll usually have like a, like a almond milk or or um, you know cashew milk or something like that instead. But um, yeah, we have we have a little bit of dairy around the house, and we'll throw that in as a snack. You know, having some cheese with some fruit, something like that, can be a yeah. quick snack. Um, throwing some fruit on top of yogurt um, sometimes in the morning. If I'm having oatmeal, I'll throw some Greek yogurt on top of the oatmeal with some fruit. Yeah, and then I'm getting some you know I'm getting some good protein in with it. Um, so yeah, I think as long as this is up to the individual, depending on how you really digest, um, that dairy, but it's right. not, it's not inherently bad. I know this is a pretty controversial topic for a yeah. lot of people, but, um, I'm not depriving myself of pizza.
1: I know that for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, There's not. always like mixed things coming out. It's always like, all right, cow's milk's good for you. Actually. It just depends how it's like processed and all this right. kind of stuff. Right. So we, we try to get organic milk when we do it. And I like I like like a whole milk in my coffee. Um, I like yeah. we definitely like like a sprinkled cheese over salad. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you were saying, Greek yogurt. I've actually been doing because I'm a big dessert guy. It's hard for me to stay away from sweets at night. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been trying to do more like a bowl of Greek yogurt, frozen blueberries, a little bit of like granola, and like a chia flax mix. Yeah. And then I'll sprinkle honey over it, and that's a nice way to. Uh, Get your sweet tooth under control yeah, with without buying king cones from uh, Weiss because I've yeah. been doing that as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Have you ever mixed in just like protein powder or greens powder right into Greek yogurt? No, try it. It's okay. it's almost it's almost like having pudding.
1: Okay, I've, someone bad. someone's recommended to me to that uh, actually just this last week. So I, I definitely got to try that. It's not
0: bad, man. It's not bad at all. I mean, if you want it a little sweeter, you can throw in a little extra honey. But, yeah, it's not bad at all. Like, you can kind of trick yourself into thinking it's – um.
1: I did the – every once in a good. while, like, well, if we'll have ice cream. I'm a big fan of just getting, like, real ice cream instead of, like, Halo. Yeah. But I've never tried Halo before. It's actually not bad. Yeah. But I'd rather just, like, if you're going to have dessert, just have dessert. Just don't eat yeah. tons of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and make sure you have a balanced meal before because then you'll feel a lot more satiated and you won't want to crush the whole pint. But yeah, there's there's like, it's not just Halo Top now. Like Breyers has it, like oh, Ben and Jerry's came out with it now. Like everyone's hopping on that, like, you know, trend of the uh, the low calorie, low fat ice cream, higher protein content. Totally. I would um, say
1: nutrition, like my fitness is in check, my sleep's in check. I, I'm pretty good at like managing my stress. Um, my hydration's pretty good. Nutrition's always the one that's I'm always trying to work on, but at least I'm aware of it if that yeah. helps at all. But for me, during this time I've I've done a couple things. Like I um uh, I've started to drink less alcohol, especially on mm. the weekend. And really that, I've been
0: drinking more alcohol yeah, well,
1: <laughs> but I didn't drink
0: a lot to begin with so I guess I didn't really have much of a place to go down
1: I mean the first two weeks of quarantine I, I drank a lot more I'd have a drink almost every night mm-hmm. and then uh, I don't know recently I've just been like watching my sleep and that alcohol affects a lot especially if you drink it right yeah. before bed and I don't know I've just been like I mean I'm not I'm not gonna like do this forever but I'll, I like experimenting things so I haven't had like a drink had maybe two beers in the last two weeks mm. and my sleep quality has been great way better um, but then again I, l- I like dessert too so there's that but nutrition's always something that i'm just like not optimal on and i'm i know for the rest of my life it's probably going to be the hardest one to balance
0: i think for most people right most people I, mean, I was just working with a client the other day and he's saying you know oh i got to like we got to ramp these workouts up cuz i want to you know lose more weight i put on some weight you know during the first couple months of quarantine and it's just that mentality you go back to like thinking you can outwork a poor diet yeah. and i had to remind him i'm like dude like you can't one you can't outwork one from the other right they they should be there to like help each other out right like mm-hmm. the food you're eating should help your workouts and your workouts should help you reinforce like good eating habits it's not like let's take the three hours of working out you're doing a week and we're not doing enough because you're not losing the weight you see it's like no man you gotta like you gotta separately lock in you know the nutrition and if you're not doing that we we don't we can't up the workouts right because your body your 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 tissue your sleep quality is not going to be good your tissue quality is not going to be good the chance of injury will go up so on and so forth you know we won't get into that too much but um yeah, definitely. It's it's a struggle for everyone. I mean, even myself will find periods where I'm kind of like, ah, screw it. Like what's the point? You know what I mean? I can just work it off, but it affects so much more than just body composition, you know. Yeah. So I think
1: I think if you cover your ground on certain meals and then you don't deprive yourself completely every day, cuz if yeah. you try to go 100%, you're just going to go way off yeah. the
0: No, nah, you got to you got to have
1: like 80% during the week On the weekend yeah. blow it out in one area. Yeah, In the course of uh, a couple months, over the year, I'm going to be pretty good. But right. I think it's unrealistic to just be so strict.
0: Yeah. On the flip side of that, I was talking to another one of my clients, younger guy, uh, athlete. And he's like super crushing his, like counting his calories and everything like that down to like 5% body fat. And he sent me some progress pictures and he's like, yeah, I'm still not where I want to be. Like, should I keep, you know, cutting calories and stuff? I'm like, dude, you're like shredded. Like <laughs> talking like he could go on like stage. He's not, he's not bulk, like huge bulky, but like he's shredded and he's an athlete too. And I'm like, dude, you got to pick between whether you want to like look amazing or like maintain your athleticism. If you go too much further cutting calories, you're going to lose strength. You're going to lose athleticism mm-hmm. in, you know, just because you want to look good, you want to go from 5% to 3%. And then not to mention, in two weeks, if you decide, man, this is too hard and I want a pizza, you're going to bounce right back up to, you know, 5 6%. So why, right? Yeah, why, yeah. why would you even want to get that way? And I remember being at that age and being like, oh, I want to get that shredded. And, and it was cool to get there, but it's just not, it's not sustainable at all yeah so yeah finding that sustainability at like an 80 percent kind of you know and then giving yourself that
1: 20 percent of the time to kind right of, um yeah and people you know it's, it's a whole it depends where you're at like i can work on nutrition now because the other things are in check and then right. people who are totally like just so far away from doing anything like they're new they're new like you know we meet people all the time it's like their fitness is out of whack their nutrition's out of whack their sleep's out of whack their stress management's out of whack they don't hydrate and it's like and those those are the people that I commonly find asking questions like almost like a disclaimer, an excuse. Like, "What? yeah, but like what does it matter if I start working out? Like isn't nutrition like 80% of it? Mm. And it's just like if you're 100% away from where you want to be, whatever we start with is going to be like the majority or the big portion of it. So I won't get overwhelmed with like trying everything at once. It's like let's just get you in the gym or – Let's just get you drinking more water. Like, focus on, what like one or two things and just do that for, like, a little while yeah. before you, like, you know, I always like, go keto, quit drinking, quit smoking, hire 20 trainer five days a week on Monday because you'll fail by Friday just so you're a little – because there is a lot of people that are, like, so far away from being even healthy, and it's like, if you want to talk about nutrition, let's just have, like, two healthy meals a day. Don't worry about anything else, you know?
0: Yeah, start off just building some type of consistency. Somewhere is better than not doing exactly. anything. Exactly,
1: because yeah. that's going to have a snowball effect into other areas, probably.
0: Definitely. Um, getting back to the grocery list, just one or two other things I want to touch on. Just um, think one thing that people overlook a lot too, just spices, herbs, flavor enhancers, right? Things that are going to make your healthy meals taste a lot better, so that you're not looking at this like bland ash dish of like unseasoned chicken breasts plain like like a half cup of plain white rice and then like a salad with no dressing like nobody's going to eat that consistently ever but you know if you cook that chicken breast and you shred it up and you have some onions some garlic um you know you use some some salt some pepper you have some cilantro on it um you know you have whatever other seasonings that you like that's going to taste a lot better and you're going to be way more likely to come back and eat that same type of meal Cause it doesn't taste like nothing so um having a lot of spices in your cabinet but also getting fresh herbs garlic onions are in my you know my house are just like staples right almost every every time we put garlic it
1: in. like everything
0: everything you know garlic and onions you put it in everything celery is another really good one um to kind of just enhance flavor of stuff um, so having that stuff around and then getting some fresh herbs too, you know, picking a couple fresh herbs. Um, my girlfriend's Dominican. So cilantro goes in like almost everything. And it's, it's amazing. Um, limes are a big one too over here. You know, we've used lime juice for a lot of stuff. Um, pico de gallo she makes and everything like that. It's so good. So it doesn't have to be complicated, but that's going to be an easy way to enhance all that flavor. And then just touching on f- frozen foods. Again, we touched that a little bit with veggies and fruits, but don't be afraid of frozen meats too, right? Frozen like chicken patties, frozen sausages, frozen seafood. That can be a great way to save a little bit of money. A lot of times they're a little bit cheaper and um, they're going to last for a while, right? You just take it out of the freezer the day before so it can thaw out. Um, So that's a great option to have as well as, you know, I'm not too big on like the frozen full meals. They're, they're, pretty processed, but having something like for a snack, I'm big on Kodiak cakes. Yeah. I like that. Right. You know, I remember back in the gym that was like my go-to post-workout, if I didn't have time to like eat a full meal after I work out, I'd have a couple Kodiak cakes and a protein shake. And that's, that's going to give me right off the bat, 50 grams of carbs, 50 grams of protein, which for me is perfect post-workout. Um, to kind of hold me over until I can eat again, you know, if I had yeah. a couple of training sessions right after that. So um, having something like that, maybe one or two options of a kind of snack that you can have, and I still do that. You know, I did that yesterday. It worked out um, with – With um, did a workout with my girlfriend and then had, like, a couple Kodiak cakes, a protein shake, and then went out on a, on a walk, you know, for, like, 45 minutes with um, my girlfriend and our dog. Perfect. Perfect to hold me over until we got back, showered, and then you know got um got dinner together instead of is, waiting three hours until dinner is ready.
1: It is so true. Like when you have the time and and you just prep. If you have a shake as like a uh, snack or like a holdover, if you have a later workout in the afternoon, it really just makes such a difference. And that's when you're talking about like nourishing your body, like nutrition, like after a workout. It's there to fuel you and replenish that's when i feel it the most like you said like a carb like 50 grams of carbs and you get the protein in as well i feel amazing
0: yeah yeah and 50 grams of carbs is probably too much for most people so don't go crushing
1: after an intense (laughs) workout
0: right yeah so don't go crushing 50 grams of carbs and be like oh i heard zach coach zach and coach steve say 50 grams of carbs (laughs) is cool but um It depends on your body size your muscle mass you know what type of workout you had obviously how you handle carbohydrates but i found for me that's that's a really good kind of um amount that's a good serving for me 50 grams of carbs 40 50 grams of protein is about what i'll have in a serving um maybe for my full main meals i'll have a little bit more on the carbohydrate side maybe a little bit more on the protein side depends on how many meals i'm having a day but yeah around that works for me so um, but I think that about wraps it up unless you have anything else to add in
1: No, I mean, that's it. I would say definitely talk about a game plan whether you live by yourself You live with someone else so you guys plan your meals together talk about a game plan. We like to do it on like Sundays um, I would say get your Staples from a specialty store like your proteins. That would be a big mm. staple for us um, we'd be like to go to a farm or get uh, a subscription-based thing like a butcher box Um, And you could do the same thing if you're big on shakes, but you don't like the time for making them You could also there's a lot of subscriptions and services for like pre-made shakes So I know we do daily harvest sometimes, which is a bit pricey. So we don't do it all the time But if you value a quick breakfast and you value that the time that it saves it could be worth the money Daily harvest is a good one to look into we definitely Mm. do that Um, but yeah make a list get the um, items that might spoil within a week make sure you don't get too much of that think like your spring mixes if you get like a box of spring mix think fish so that's why having the game plan is good it's like all right we're gonna have fish in two days we can buy that today Uh, just so it doesn't a lot of times people will just have stuff in their fridge that's sitting there forever and it's just disorganized like Mm -hmm. you don't probably you probably need less but you need more of a plan so if you can take something away from this just start thinking about what you have for dinner, what you have for lunch, what you have for breakfast on a week-to-week basis and start coming up with a little bit more of a, a plan going into your grocery shopping. Um, yeah. Not to give too many tips at once, but Whole Foods has a good option of delivery service. I know every every grocery store is doing it now. It's actually saved us money because we'll make a list online. And you really just pick everything that you need because you're not in the grocery store just like randomly grabbing stuff and being mm-hmm. like impulsive. So we'll make a list and it, it ships like the next day and then awesome. it saves that list. So next time you want to go shopping, if you just if you just have like your things that you always eat and you always know that you want around, you can just do the same thing and maybe add something here, take something off there. So that's another really good option to explore. Plus it saves so much time. Yeah, and I, I if, don't if you like have
0: Prime too, too, right? If you have Prime, that's all. That's all uh, free and included, right?
1: Yeah, it is exactly. That's and awesome. I know going to Whole Foods gets expensive too. Um, mm-hmm. They do have a lot of good organic options, but when you do it online, where right, it's actually like it's just pretty efficient, and uh, it's it, they get there pretty quickly. Everything's fresh. Um, definitely a good option. I think Shoprite does it now as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So- have you got any uh, closing remarks?
0: Yeah, so I was just saying to wrap it up, like you said, um, think about your proteins. Think about where you're going to get it, the quality, and how much you're going to need for the week. Try not to overbuy that. Um, same goes with veggies and fruits, right? Those those perishable items, and then um, your fats, your whole grains, um, your spices and herbs. Um, well, herbs are perishable too, but frozen foods. Those are things that you can bulk up and stock up on a little bit more and, and have in your pantry, and you're not gonna. Um, have to worry about them going bad so really focus on the first three the fruits the veggies and the proteins as kind of your weekly items to really think about what you're going to need and what you're going to want for the week and then everything else kind of experiment and play with you know um, getting your whole grains and fats getting your frozen foods um, your spices and just having those all as staples um And buying that stuff in bulk, you know, going to some place like Costco, um, where you can save a little bit and buy a little bit more of that, something like that. But um, don't overcomplicate it, but definitely a little bit of planning before the weekly grocery shopping with some of this stuff can help out just so that you have better options around the house. And if you have better options around the house, um, the chances of you succeeding in your nutrition week to week are going to greatly increase there. And have a salad, dinner. And have a salad before dinner. As we'll have to, do, we'll
1: have to do another uh, episode on like cooking methods as well. Cause I like to, we like to cook a lot, yeah. um, but I feel like we could go anywhere with that. That's a whole other topic.
0: Definitely. Well, that wraps it up for this week. That's episode nine uh, grocery shopping for the foundation of nutrition success. As always with your hosts, Zach Bruckner here and Steve Murray until next time, guys. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for listening in to the Strongest Self Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you tell a friend or family member who would enjoy it as well. If you have questions or comments for us, or just want to increase your knowledge around health and fitness, you can follow us both on Instagram. Steve Murray at MurrayMania32 or myself, Zach Bruckner, at fitasbruck. Shoot us a DM there or leave a comment for us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time.